This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 175 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show, a different kind of winter wonderland. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Equestrian Collections offers the whole universe of shopping at your fingertips. You can shop online at equestriancollections.com. Plus, Kentucky Performance Products. Simple solutions, scientifically proven. Online at kppusa.com. Welcome to the Stable School. With weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They bring you the news through hail or high water while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for Stable School. Stable scoop, stable scoop, stable scoop. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is Glenn the Geek. Ho, ho, ho. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show right here on the Horse Radio Network. Well, Helena, Merry Christmas to you and the family, Peter and Grace. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you, too. And all of the clan up there, all the little critters. You know, all the little critters, it's funny, I was... Taking a shower today. <laughs> I get to do that every oh, once I'm in a glad. while. <laughs> no, you don't laugh. I do get to do that every once in a while. And I was like, why am I, why do I actually have to schedule a shower? Because I do. I have to put a shower in my calendar. Because you're ADD and you'd forget to do it, and Peter hates that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, among other things. But I'm thinking to myself, why is my life so crazy busy? And I thought I have one kid and I get to work from home. But then I realized I don't have just one child. I have seven. I have seven kids. I have seven. I have Grace. I have Bella, Jack, Gino, Pi, Zeke, and Martin. And Peter, your husband. He'd be and, and Peter, well, he can fend for himself. But those are seven bellies I have to feed, seven annual checkups, seven visits with the dentist, you know, uh, seven bodies, creatures whose well-being I have to be responsible for. So, you know, I would be like like Kate plus eight, only I have seven mixed species. I would take species. your seven over her seven, though. Yeah, that's, that's true. But I think that's what it is. It's like having seven kids. Well, Helena, you also have this habit of overscheduling everything. So Do not. That, that was part, that's part of it. Well, I gotta lie. <laughs> I gotta lie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> See, people that don't know us, uh, uh, you have to understand that uh, we've known Helena for 10 years now. <laughs> so uh, we knew her before these radio shows started in the family, and, and she actually worked for my wife for a period of time. So we know Helena quite well and know all of her little her little idiosyncrasies. <laughs> Let's just put it that And they love me despite And them. we love you anyway. <laughs> and we don't get to see you enough. That is one problem. Because I know. Because so far apart. But... Uh, but I get to talk to you every week, and I'm glad of that. And today we're going to talk about something that if you're looking to get warm this year and do something horsey, we got it for you today. Oh, boy. We do. 
We do. So we're but. going to talk about that in a little bit, uh, about all of that. But first, I uh, wanted to wish a Merry Christmas to everybody out there, uh, all of our listeners, and a Happy New Year. May your New Year be filled with horses and fun. And, of course, we'll be here next year as well. Uh, this will be our last show uh, for this year, we have a special show for you next week. It was our All Hosts episode that we recorded that we do every year where we get together with all the different hosts, eight of us this time on the phone. It was pretty funny. Yeah, it was, it was, was crowded. A good show. If we get yeah. any more hosts, I don't know how. We're going to have to break it into two shifts. Oh, we'll just make it a party. <laughs> so uh, it was fun. You'll hear that next week, so we hope you enjoy that. But this is our last chance to to wave to you and say a Merry Christmas and we certainly appreciate all of our listeners this year. We heard for some of them this past week with some nice emails. Thank you for that as well. Uh, the other thing too is that um, we want to thank our sponsors and we'll do that right now. Uh, Kentucky Performance Products has been a sponsor in the show uh, forever. It's been a sponsor on the network forever and ever since we started three years ago. And the same for Equestrian Collections. They've started with us three years ago as well and they both all, all the people at Equestrian Collections and Kentucky Performance Products want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we appreciate you supporting our sponsors because that's what keeps them happy, keeps them sponsoring us, and makes, uh, makes sure Helena actually gets to feed those seven <laughs> So So we appreciate that, you know, and we believe in the products that we endorse here we don't take products unless we believe in them that's part of uh what we started when helena and i started the network three years ago we said we're not going to endorse or sponsor anything we don't believe in and i'll prove that point right now by telling you that jennifer is right now driving over to kentucky performance products because we needed some more supplements for beaker and she's going over to pick them up right now so so uh that's something. I have a little uh, clue for you, too. It's another sponsor on our network, but we hardly ever talk about them here on, on the Stable Scoop show. And that is uh, FeedXL is a program that you're going to want to go online and check out. Jennifer did this for Beaker yesterday and was surprised at the results. We do it about every six months. It's a little program. You go on, you put information in about your horse and what everything you feed your horse, from hay to grain to, to supplements uh, to whatever you put in your horse's mouth goes in this program and then they spit out a report showing you every vitamin every mineral every everything whether you're feeding too much or too little it breaks down each ingredient of everything that you feed it has that all in the databases and then it prints out this report and it gives you this detailed report of whether you're feeding too much of one thing and we found out we we needed more of a certain kind of vitamin for beaker and less of another one wow we were able to adjust why she's heading over to to Kentucky Performance Products is because we're adjusting his supplements because of that and actually going to be saving some money because it was the expensive one that we, were, we didn't need to give anymore. So that's the kind of thing. It shows you how many pounds of hay you feed a day. It goes through all of that. It's really cool. It's at feedxl.com. So check that out, too, if you want to do something uh, good for your horse for, for the new year, something you should give a try to. Uh, but thank you, everybody, and thank you to our sponsors. We really appreciate you being here. Um, do we have anything else besides nope. that? No, we said thank you. We're going to do a product later. We are going to do a product with uh, yeah. as part of our Tack and ha- Habit segment. Yeah. But the, the highlight of today's episode is something that really um, got my, my skirts. <laughs> I don't know. What's the Go word? Ahead. Finish that one. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't because all I can think about is you saying that they have nude beaches down there. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I'm like, I got to get my mind on the right road. All right. We are going to talk to Jennifer Wood today. And Jennifer is the principal at Jennifer Wood Media Inc., which is a PR and marketing firm that works for the Winter Equestrian Festival. Now, that's in Wellington, Florida. The Winter Equestrian Festival is a 12-week-long hunter, jumper, and equitation horse show that is put on by a company called Equestrian Sport Productions. So Jennifer works with Equestrian Sport Productions to help get the word out about the Winter Equestrian Festival. So it's in this warm and sunny tropical part of Florida. It's thousands and thousands of horses and apparently quite a lot of fun. So we're going to welcome Jennifer Wood. Welcome, Jennifer, to Stable Scoop. I'm so glad you could join us today. Thanks. It's great to be talking with you. I have never been to the Winter Equestrian Festival. I, I've never even been to Wellington. Don't tell anybody, but it's true. <laughs> and I'm really, I've just been trying to carve out some time to get out there. But I, I don't, I hear from everybody how wonderful it is. Yeah. Is it really and truly as great as everybody says it is? You've got palm trees and horses, yeah. of course. Yeah, you've got <laughs> the best weather that you could ask for. I mean, for anyone outside of the southeast, well, and, you know, maybe uh, Southern California, we've got probably the best weather. Um, that's something that we tout as the best weather for any winter circuit in the world. Um, and-, and we've been told that by riders, too. Which is really nice because I know that a lot of show show venues aim to be not only spectator friendly but competitor friendly, and that's mm-hmm. that can be quite the challenge. But we're gonna we're gonna get into that dirt in a little bit. Yeah. For those for those listeners who don't know what the Winter Equestrian Festival is, give us a little explanation about what it is. Sure, um, the it's called the FTI Consulting Winter Equestrian Festival. It is twelve weeks of hunter jumper equitation competition and this year it runs from january 11th to april 1st so it's the world's longest and uh largest winter circuit in the world um you know we have almost 5,000 horses compete over the 12 weeks um all 3,000 riders that come from 49 states and 30 countries wow wow yeah okay, so you're your destination point for competitors For sure. And not just for competitors. I think, you know, people that are interested in equestrian sport across the board can come here and enjoy the competition and everything else that we offer. I see, Helena, I really think it was started by a bunch of the riders who got together secretly and said, we need an excuse to go to southern Florida over the winter. (laughs) Yeah, actually make some money while we're there, and I (laughs) think that's how it actually started. Yeah, I I should hope so. (laughs) Gosh, so so it's twelve weeks, which is pretty amazing. That's a nice chunk of the winter. Is that every day? Are there shows every day? Or is it just on the weekends? How does that work? Yep, it runs every Wednesday through Sunday, kind of like um, a normal horse show would run, a normal A horse show uh, with competition. Wednesday through Sunday, usually starting around 8 a.m., usually ending around 4 to 5 p.m. So, so there's plenty of competition to watch on most days. Mondays and Tuesdays, there's no competition happening. But there's a lot of partying, I bet. <laughs> Maybe on Sunday nights. Okay. <laughs> Are you kidding? It happens every day at the Winter Question Festival. That's part of the reason you go. Well, that's kind of why I want to go. I want to go and I want to shop and I want to have some cocktails and I want to watch other people get stressed out before their trips. <laughs> around, it's definitely, you know? yeah, a full experience. 
there's so many things to do. I mean, what's great about it is not like some indoor event where you're really limited as to what you can see. Here, we have 12 rings of competition, and you can walk around and see all of those rings. You can sit outside the international arena schooling ring and watch the best riders in the world warm up their horses. And you guys do a whole bunch, which what really makes you unique at the Winter Equestrian Festival is you have a whole bunch of special shows and events and Mm -hmm. entertainments. Yeah, Um, that's something that has been started in the past few years since Equestrian Sport Productions took over. They really want to make it a lifestyle destination for people and make it entertaining. This isn't, you know, just the sport, although that's the main focus of it. It's, you know, getting people to come enjoy themselves, bring their families. Um, Every Saturday night we have a Grand Prix or a major event and we call it the Saturday Night Lights. So there's food, there's drinks, there's street performers, there's face painting for kids. A lot of the vendors stay open. So there's always something to do. Now, is there in 12 weeks is a long stretch. Is there a peak to it or is it this level, this intense level of fun throughout the entire 12 weeks? It's pretty much throughout the entire 12 weeks. We have something every Saturday night. Um, There are some events that are bigger than others that are, you know, have um, more people that come. Mm -hmm. But it's pretty much a sustained feeling throughout the 12 weeks. So if I were planning a trip down there, which, what time frame within that 12 weeks would you say you just absolutely don't miss? If this is your first trip down, mm-hmm. try and squeeze in, you know, these events. Which sure. Would be? Um, week eight is one of our biggest weeks. It's the called the CSIO, which means it has um, an international rating for a team event which is the $75,000 FEI Nations Cup, which is presented by GNC Farm. And that's where teams of riders get together and um, represent their country in competition. And it's really exciting. People bring flags and they all go crazy. And we have sections for each country that cheer on their teams. So like the Irish go totally crazy and they take over the Tiki Hut. No, Canada, yeah, <laughs> Canada, Irish. That's a big thing. Um, no alcohol involved there either. None. No. Uh. <laughs> so it's um, that's a really fun event to watch, and you can really get into it and support your country. Um, this year, what's really cool is in week eleven we have the selection trials for the Olympic Games um, for the show jumping team. So for that's March 21st to 25th, um, and there are four trials to determine the long list for the Olympics. Yeah, that's wow. a big deal that's, this year that you guys yep, got that. Yeah. That's yeah. a big deal. And then our finale week um, is week 12, and we have a $500,000 FTI Consulting Finale Grand Prix, um, which is on March 31st. Holy crap, that's a lot of money. Yeah, half a million dollars. It's pretty amazing. And, you know, that's only a portion of the prize money that we give out over 12 weeks. We hand out over $6 million in prize money. Who's footing the bill for that? <laughs> Our generous sponsors play a huge part and um, in Equestrian Sport Productions. We make it, you know, really worthwhile for all these riders to come here from around the world. And we get 
such an international crowd. Makes you want to give up fox hunting, doesn't it, Helena? <laughs> kind of does. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever said that out loud. <laughs> and it's yeah. not just jumpers. You know, we have amazing classes for hunters and equitation too. There, the 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 venue is is also pretty interesting. It's the Palm Beach International Equestrian Center. Tell us a little bit about that. Yep. Um, it has 12 rings of competition, like I said before. So if you walk around, you'll see everything from short stirrup and ponies with kids, you know, with the bouncing bows on the braids um, to older amateur riders competing to pony jumpers all the way to our international show jumpers. So There's really anybody can go. Yeah, actually, anybody's allowed. You don't have to qualify. Um, and we have over 70 divisions. Um, so there's something for anybody to show in and you don't have to show the whole 12 weeks. When I was a junior rider, I got to go for my spring break. So I went for two weeks and that was my, like my big deal of showing. Yeah. 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 So it's something special. You spent some time down there. Didn't you work for uh, a name that everybody will recognize? Um, b- before this, yes. yeah, I worked for Phelps Media Group. Yeah, but weren't you work? Did you work with Margie for a period of time? Oh yeah, when I was grooming, I um, groomed and Krasinski and Margie Angle. Yeah. Oh, well, that, so you spent some time in Florida. I did. I <laughs> um, when you're grooming, you spend quite a bit of time there, and uh, early mornings and late nights. But it's yeah. definitely a uh, educational experience. And Helena, of course, now we can't forget this, um, and you know this is something that uh, uh, she's not going to bring up because it's away from the park, but uh, you're 10 minutes from some of the most beautiful beaches and the most gorgeous homes you've ever seen in your life Yeah. Uh, on, on a coastal ride that is just unbelievable. The, air, the whole area is so gorgeous. It, <sighs> and, and then you're only, what, less than an hour from South Beach, um, yep. and you got in nude, Miami, you got nude beaches, you got everything you want down there in Miami. <laughs> yep. There's <laughs> Miami, there's Fort Lauderdale that you can go to Palm beach Island. Um, it's quite a lot to do. How I mean, is it? Orlando's only three hours away, which is Disney world. You know, I was going to say, yeah, well, this is like Disney world for me. Forget, forget the real Disney world. <laughs> there's other shows that go on up in Acala, but it is amazing. You know, it's in the same state and they're about five hours apart driving wise. <laughs> Yep. But the difference in weather between Ocala and where you guys are is incredible. I know. I live in Jacksonville, which is at the top of the state, and there's a good 20 degrees difference in the weather from here to Wellington. Yeah. We, meaning Wellington's warmer? Yes, yes. Yeah, we much warmer. Yeah. Definitely cooler up here. Really? Um, yeah. There's, a, there's the line that separates uh, tropical and temperate climates, which is right about where ocala is um so south florida is tropical and we're more temperate climates which is what makes the difference so if you're really looking for a tropical getaway that involves horses go to wellington i we're about the only thing you can get yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. all right now i i had gotten you off of the the because my add off of the actual equestrian center is it easy to get to i mean is it tucked away you know it's it's nice and it's beautiful but you know you fly into where do you fly into and then do you have to hike or do you have to hack over to the showgrounds it's not too hard to get to um if you fly into the palm beach international airport we're probably about a 20 minute drive west from there uh it's pretty simple to find coming straight out 
a really nice uh, road that they've made into more of a highway um, for easy access to the western suburbs. It is nice. Uh, the airport's nice, too. It's one of those smaller airports, uh, mm-hmm. Melina, that's easy to get in and out of. It's a nice mm-hmm. one to fly into. Yeah, and you don't have to spend three hours yeah. ahead of time, you know, going through security and all that. No, it's I a- think there's probably two guys and a cat there. It's yeah. Two guys and a cat. They don't have they don't have drug sniffing dogs at that particular security. <laughs> Lots of wheelchairs, though. Yeah. That's one thing you'll notice. Maybe yeah, two guys in a. Corgi. We are in Southern Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all uh, all ex riders. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all eventers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, this boy. is great. Where can people find out more about this? Uh, our website is www.equestriansport.com. Um, that's one way to find out. And you can peruse the website. You can find the prize list there with full schedules. Um, if you have a certain event that you're looking for, um, you can find it there. And there are any price, if you're a little concerned about hotel prices, there are a million hotels in, in this area, in West Palm Beach area, in mm-hmm. Wellington, and of, of any price point. You don't, have to, you don't have to think that you're going to spend $200 a night there, because you don't have to. There's a, no, you don't have to stay in the breakers. There's no. plenty of uh, normal... You'd like to stay in the breakers. <laughs> yeah, I would like to stay in the breakers as well. But, but that's um... $400 a night, so we might skip that. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, you know, that's something that we wanted to make sure was that the sport was accessible to people. Um, There's only three events out of 12 weeks that have um, an admission price. So otherwise, it's free admission um, with a $10 parking fee only on Saturday nights. And the parking's right there. It's it's nice. It's yep. not like going it's to World TV. of Question Games. You have to walk two miles to get to. The not place. at all. Yeah. It's you know uh, that's really nice. You know, considering it costs like thirty dollars to spend you know to park for a night in New York City, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know ten dollars for uh, the convenience of parking. Uh, that actually sounds really really nice. I think uh, I'm uh, convinced. What about you, you put Glenn? Put it on your list. Put it on your list. I better I see her. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll be hunting you down. <laughs> I'm going to want a tour. Uh, so again, it's, so people can find more information at equestriansport.com. Yes. Okay. And we also, we want to say thank you to Jennifer Wood of Jennifer Wood Media Inc. We're really, really glad that you joined us today and gave us a little insight into the winter equestrian festival. Thanks, Jen. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. All right, Glenn. So are we going or what? Yeah, it's time. Let's, let's pack. You know, there's there's a direct flight here from Lexington to West Palm beach. Well, you know, it's sort of like Rolex, only for the hunter-jumper world. It's yes. it's a destination. It's a place to go and have a good time. Now, Rolex, I mean, Kentucky in April is beautiful. Yeah, but it doesn't have nude beaches. <laughs> or palm trees <laughs> and tropical weather. Now, not that I've been to this nude beach. I just happen to have heard people talk about <laughs> Why it. Why is it that you know it exists? I'm just saying I heard people talk about it. Famous last words. I'm just saying Actually, so yeah, you know what's funny about that is there's a road when you're driving into Miami. I forget which highway it is, but the nude beach is actually right off that highway. It's not too far off that main road. Of course, you can, it is. Like, it's practically what, see it from the it's road. It's what keeps tourists coming into Miami. <laughs> uh, all right, so the, it's the winter. It's actually technically it's called the FTI Winter Equestrian Festival at Wellington. Go to stablescoop.com or follow us on Facebook, and we will put links with some neat photos. You can be inspired to go, just like Glenn and I. All right, up next, what do we have, Glenn? Tack and Habit? Tack and Habit is next. Let's play the music.
So you have ta- today's Tack and Habit product, which, of course, as we mentioned, is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. So we're kind of off of, of holiday gifts here at this point because uh, it's, we're running out of time. If you, for you guys out there, just go get whatever you can at this point. Try and save your butts. <laughs> just go get I it. went and shopped yesterday, and Jennifer provided me a list. I have about 20 things, and of course, typical horse girl fashion, you're going to laugh. Everything on it was for her horse, nothing for her. Oh. So you know how that goes. So, because um, that's the way horse girls are. Uh, they consider something for their horse, something for them. Well, uh, I made her then. At the very last minute, I said, you must put something on here for you, and she did. And so guess what I got for her? Nothing on the list except the things she put on for her. Well, you better hope she doesn't listen to the show. She doesn't listen to the show. She hates us. No, I'm just what? I'm just kidding. No. What? We're so busy <gasps> right now that no, I was just kidding. Okay. Um, but she, she we'll make sure she doesn't edit this show. That's okay. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, All right. So but, what do you what what? What'd you get her? I can't tell you that just in case she does. She What? Oh actually okay, you I'll tell you. But nobody right. better tell. All right, um, what, what? I'm glad we don't we don't have any listeners, do we? No, okay. 12, maybe, oh. but they're in Australia. Okay, good. Uh, no, she wanted the, she's been bugging, wanting, and I don't know why she just hasn't bought them, but she hasn't, uh, a new pair of those Ariat really nice half chaps. Oh, okay. So, what are they called? The, oh, they have several kinds. Yeah, these are the, the Breeze? I think it's a Breeze. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. She likes those. And uh, so, yeah, Breeze. And so I went out and I got her a pair of the Ariat Half Chaps, plus a bunch of stuff that's not horse-related, because I am one of those horse husbands that insists that my wife is gonna, was going to get some non-horsey stuff for Christmas, whether she likes it or not. What did you get her that was non-horsey? And she usually doesn't. What so did you get her? I'm not telling that part. Why? Because I'm just not telling. These chaps are nice. Yeah, did nice. you get her brown or black? She wanted black. I, <gasps> oh, they're nice. Yeah, she wanted those. And so that's what I got her, and I think she'll be very thrilled with that because she loves – she her half chaps are worn out about six months ago, and she rides a lot. And, you know, she's gotten to the point now where she doesn't put on breeches 95% of the time. Uh, she just goes out in her jeans and throws <laughs> the half chaps on. Can I just tell you the best part about this conversation was she rides a lot. Jen went through a spell there where she wasn't able to ride very much. Yeah. Barely at all, and the poor girl almost imploded. So I know. And now, you know, we have this quarter horse that's bomb-proof, and just, you know, you just get on and ride. And she's just having so much fun not having a project for a while. Ah, speaking of quarter horses that are bomb-proof that you just get on and ride. Yeah, how's yours? Yeah, pretty gosh darn fabulous. <laughs> I know. I, I did some, some sitting trot on him out in my field, which is a big deal. It's a very big deal. I mean, I've been cantering already up at my, my trainer's barn on, on her ponies. You can't post and, yet because you're knee, right? I can post. I can oh, post. Can? I can, yeah. yeah, I can canter in half seat. Oh, wow. I, I can actually, the only thing I can't do um, is jump from a high distance to the ground, <laughs> which means I can't come off. <laughs> okay. Well, that's why no, we got the quiet quarter horse. That's why we got the quiet quarter He's five, but oh my God, he's so, so sweet and quite the character on the ground he's very curious and he wants to walk right into the kitchen you know if you leave the the feed room door open it goes into the kitchen and if you open it just to crack he sticks his head in and he, he's like what why can't i come in here but this is not for people this is for horses isn't it 
So, uh, yeah, Martin, the Gucci collectors. Isn't it is nice rich. to have a horse, though, you know, because you've had some challenging horses, too, the last couple of years. <sighs> you really had to work at every time you rode and, or really concentrate and think about everything every time you rode. Yes. Isn't it nice to have a horse you can just get on and ride? Amen. Amen. And it's not like I'm asking much. I'm just sitting there. You can go to <laughs> just... the beach. You could ride him down the road, you know, all that stuff. Um, I'm. I, I don't know if Martin's going to be able to do those things, but he definitely is looking oh, like he he's going to be that. Horse, he can do anything. I think he's looking to be that that kind of horse. <laughs> and the good news is, his pie is doing very well up at Carnegie Abbey with his auntie Caitlin. She's uh, my friend. Caitlin has been riding him regularly, and they love him up there. They absolutely love him, and he's looking nice and fit. He got a massage the other day. I, I just, it's like having a kid in boarding school. <laughs> So I'm really kind of happy. I mean, did I want to spend the money to board him over the Windsor? No, but he is in such a good place. He is where he's where it's best for him, you know. So I think it took us a whole year, but we're we're all in a good spot. Cool. All right, we had promised attack and have a product about ten minutes ago, and now mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it. What you got for us? I have. This is one of my favorite all-time products. Um, I will never be without one of these in the barn, especially in the wintertime. It's called the Thrush Eliminator Hoof Pick. And um, it's relatively new. It's actually been around for, for a couple of years. It's a hoof pick developed by um, a master farrier, farrier from Australia named Darren Drust. And it's a very simple hoof pick. It's just got a curved... Um, you know, metal. It's almost like the old school hoof picks without the brush on it. It's got a nice, thick, heavy handle. But the way it's designed, it gives you really good leverage. It's really strong. And it's perfect for getting out thick, thick mud and ice balls from your horse's hooves. You know, when you get that, when you get a snowpack and ice balls in your horse's feet, even if your horse is barefoot, it, it you know, the, the ice and snow gets in there and then it creates like a seal as it melts a little bit from the heat of your horse's foot. And to undo that seal with a regular hoof pick, it just, I bend them, I break them, I go through them. This thing, I I get them out in seconds. What's the handle? It looks like it's uh, wrapped with something or something. It's just like a rubber, it's just like a grooved rubber um, grip. So this is a little more expensive than the dollar, you know, one that you normally buy, the little red one. Uh, Yes. So this one runs $9.95. You're saying definitely worth it, huh? absolutely worth it. I, I mean, it's my go-to hoof pick. And I don't even use the regular hoof picks anymore. I use this one, and then I just use the regular hoof picks for, um, for the brush part. Oh, you know what, too? I'm just seeing here that it comes in two sizes, uh, a 6-inch and a 7-inch for, for women's and men's hands to fit them better. Isn't that thoughtful? And you're, you probably like that because you have tiny hands. So Yep. So it's and it's really it's all about leverage and it's it's not about pure power. Definitely, the metal parts of the swift pick are strong, but again, the way it's designed is all to maximize the leverage with your size hand. All right, another Christmas gift. I'm just ordering it right now from Amazon, but I'm gonna have to get me one too because I need the bigger one and she needs the smaller. One. She needs the smaller one, but it's it's definitely a you want to have it in your barn for the winter time. Wow! So it's the Thrush Eliminator Hoof Pick. That's right. Well, that's pretty simple and easy. And you know what? If you're going to buy it from Amazon, go to our website first. Go to stablescoop.com and click on, the, click on the Amazon link on the left side of the page. And then we get a little bit of credit for everything you buy from Amazon. And we appreciate your support that way. Well, this is great. I like this one. Yep. Good. I'm going to, I'm going to be, I just ordered it. And it's got cute colors, too. Yeah, it does. It comes in like five colors. 
Yep. So I can have one for me and one for her, and she can't touch mine. <laughs> You're such like, a that's man. That's a problem. <laughs> that's, that's a problem. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. All right. And... Thank you, Helena. That's the Thrush Eliminator Hoof Pick. Worth it. I'd never heard of this one, so I'm going to be, I'm definitely going to be buying it here. I, I hate bad hoof picks. There's nothing worse than trying to use a bad hoof pick. Ugh, or when the when that pointy part gets bent out of shape. Oh, that's the one with the brushes. Yeah. The, those hoof pick parts are just awful on the brushes. They get bent every time. Yeah. That's Especially in the winter. You're right. When you get the ice balls, that's the worst. Ugh, God. Won't have those if you go to Wellington, though. No ice balls. No. No. Well, I don't no know about ice... you, but we have mud. Just mud everywhere here in Lexington. Just... We have mud here, too. It's like spring because we haven't – it really hasn't been freezing here. We had one cold night where the ground got hard. But it is my, – my grass is really green. It's like 52 degrees right now. I know. <laughs> Same here. We're in the 60s today, and, and it poured this morning. Just poured. It's been raining every day almost. Just a mess here. I Actually, I have um, – stupid me. I took a bunch of, of uh, hay bales, and instead of doing our typical Christmas lights decoration in our, on our property this year, I decided to make a, a pyramid out of hay bales, like a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And I used... <laughs> did I see a picture of that on Facebook? You did. You did. A fairly decent quality first cut hay. <laughs> All my farmer neighbors are like, dude, what are you doing with the good hay out of yeah. the... <laughs> I'm like, it's first cut. They won't eat it. Um, <laughs> so I decorated it with bows and lights, and my neighbor made a really pretty star that goes on top. But now I'm feeling kind of guilty that with all this rain coming, I should go and throw a tarp over it. Well, now I do have to ask you a question. This is a technology question. Have you uh, updated to the new Facebook yet? What do you mean? There's a new, new Facebook? Timeline Facebook? Where have I been? What do you mean? I'm on Facebook every day, several times a day. I know. Well, you actually have to search this one out. Not, it's not mandatory yet. It's going to be, from what I understand. Um, but there, you'll go to some people's Facebook pages, like our friend Chrissy Joy. If you go to her Facebook page, you'll see that it's the new one. And uh, completely mm-hmm. new look and... It has a timeline, which is kind of nice because on the right side of the page, you can pick the month or year you want to go to and actually look at old posts, which is almost impossible to do now. Oh. Yeah, so it's kind of neat that, uh, that you can do that. <gasps> yeah. Oh, look. She's got a nice photo up there. Oh, oh she's so cute. She is, she is a sweetheart. Yep. She is so cute. Look at her little dog. Yeah, she is a, that's her sister's dog, I believe. And uh, she, uh, she's just a sweetheart, and she's heading back to New York City for the holidays where her family lives. She's actually from Jersey Shore, which is right. Uh, she's actually from Avon-by-the-Sea, which I think is the prettiest name of any town in the world. It's really pretty there, too. It's, it's pretty. Yeah, you know it well. You were not far from there. No, I mean, I, I spent all my summers at the Jersey Shore and in just about every town at the Jersey Shore. But I've, she is so I'm, not like Snooky. Uh, thank God. Well, Snooky's not really. That's not Jersey. It's that's funny because shore people. It's 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 the city people who go to the shore. It's not the people who are from the shore. Yeah, she wants to remind everybody that uh, the Jersey Shore pe- cast is filled with people from Long Island. This is and and Rhode Island too, yeah. even yep. and upstate New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah none no. of them are from the Jersey Shore. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so uh, yeah, well, I'm so going to switch to this new Facebook. That's the new Facebook look. Yep, it's called Timeline, and if you just search for Facebook Timeline, you'll see how to set yours up and get it started. And it's it's Ow. just it's kind of neat. You got to get used to it, just like anything else. 
Uh, but I think it allows you a lot more flexibility about who sees what parts of your page and things. Okay. So, so I haven't switched mine yet. I just haven't had the time to do it, but uh, I'm definitely going to. I'm switching mine right now. My cat is eating my necklace and my headphones. <laughs> and you have to pick which pictures. You notice that with the timeline, there's a huge picture and then a small sub-picture inside the huge picture, and you can determine what the huge picture is and then uh, also determine what your, what your, your, what your, um, your Facebook uh, picture is. So um, there's a couple different pictures that highlight your page. It's, it's a little different look. Oh, I want to know how to switch it. Uh, when you get, click on it, there's a thing at the top of the page if somebody who has it, or you just search for Timeline Facebook, and at the bottom of that page it says, Do you want to switch? Um, the instructions okay. page. Yeah, it says, Do you want to switch? But that's my technology hint of the week for, for the year. This is the last time we're recording this year. Merry Christmas, Helena. Merry Christmas, everybody. And we're going to take the show out today with a little bit of Templeton Thompson and a little bit of Christmas cheer from her. But it, again, it's been a thrill having you listen. We have a lot of uh, different new stuff. We're going to do some more roundtables next year. That was very popular when we did that this year. You bet. I'm really looking forward to that. So we'll some get, good discussions. We'll talk about some more topics and roundtables. And you know what I want to do next year, too, and I'm going to try and get set up, is it, it's when, at the very beginning of the show we talked about cloning. And remember we had the scientists on who actually do it from Texas? Yes. And we talked. We had a whole show about cloning. I want to, do a, uh, I want to relook at that and see how it's changed in the number of years since we've talked to them um, and see you know, what, what's changed with cloning since then. I'm, it's just a fascinating topic. I'm kind of into that science. So, we'll kinda. Take, yeah, <laughs> we'll take a look. Aren't at you that. Glenn the Geek? Yeah, that's right. You like yeah. that show too. I know you got into that one. Oh, did I did? I did. <laughs> so, th- so we have a lot of in the whole family. Big hugs to you. Thank you, thank you. Give a big hug to Jennifer, my bestest we'll friend in the whole wide world. We'll do. We're heading to Pennsylvania at home for the home for the holidays with all of her family. So we're looking forward to that. Glory's coming along. This will be her first Christmas trip to the family, so we'll see if she survives. <laughs> if you survive, she can survive. Okay. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everyone, and thanks for listening. Can't you hear those bells? Can't you hear those bells? Can't you hear those bells? Christmas times are coming, Christmas times are coming, Christmas times are coming, and I know I'm going home. Snowflakes are falling, my old homes are calling, tall pines are humming, cause Christmas times are coming. Can't you hear those bells ringing, ringing, joy, joy, hear them singing, when it's snowing I'll be going home cause Christmas times are coming Christmas times are coming Christmas times are coming and I know I'm going home yeah Holly's in the window home's where the wind for running cause Christmas times are coming can't you hear those bells ringing ringing joy joy hear them singing when it's snowing I'll be going back to my country home
to your name for the folks back home when Christmas times are coming. Can't you hear those bells ringing, ringing, joy, joy, hear them singing when it's snowing, I'll be going back to my country home. Cause Christmas times are coming, Christmas times are coming, Christmas times are coming, and I know I'm going home. Christmas times are coming, Christmas times are coming. Christmas times are coming and 